Press the button and we are live. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special episodic discussion podcast. We're going to be talking about Wolverine, um, the guy that is best at what he does, and we're going to be talking about his history, whether it comes to games, movies, or comics. I'm Renegade Operative. I'm the host. And first, we have Cryo. Hey, guys, I can't wait to get into. Uh the thick of it with uh, Wolverine. Next up we have Lonus. Hey everybody, I'm excited to go through this discussion. It's one of the first comic characters I was introduced as a kid. So beyond like the norms of Batman and everything of DC. So I'm excited to really talk about all this. Brandito. Uh, hi, it's me again. Yes, I'm pretty excited to talk about Wolverine. He's definitely one of my favorite superheroes, right next to like Batman and Spider-Man and whatnot, so yeah. Next up is Hollowheart. Hey, I'm glad to be here. This is actually my first like comic book discussion, so that's kind of cool. Uh, Wolverine's one of my favorites, uh, just kind of like what was just said, you know, up there next to like Batman, really, for me. And Andre. Uh, hello guys, this is me, Andre Vivem. I am really excited to be talking about um, Wolverine, aka uh, one of my favorite, well, one of my favorite comic book characters easily. Alright, so let's get right into it with the first question. As always, uh, what was your first introduction into the Wolverine character? Well, what's the first thing you discovered him in? So who wants um, to go first? I, I can go ahead and go in okay. at first, uh, pretty quick and simple. Um, basically, basically, uh, Hulk versus Wolverine, the first uh, comic book that actually had them, uh, the first issue comic book that had them fighting. They was like number one eighty one. I freaking love that. And then it was uh, X Men, the movie. I mean. I was going to say, that's a really broad uh, part at that point, if you just say X-Men. It's a lot of X-Men blocks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go next real quick. So, my first introduction had to be just like most, you know, 90s babies with the X-Men cartoon and and seeing him um, fight against the Sentinels and and that gruff accent uh, being done by the actor. That was really, really great. 
Um, as a fun fact, I recently saw that guy again, and he was a guest on Godzilla Mendoza's video reprising the same role as Logan, and he's coming back as uh, Wolverine in X-Men 97. So th that was my real formal introduction. I just like how badass he was, and he was, you know, going against people like Cyclops, you know, punching him out, and <laughs> I just thought that was uh, super hilarious, like the rebel of the group. Uh, but that that's one of the first experiences I had with Wolverine and I think it was one of the like best ones as it got better and better with uh, Hugh Jackman taking over the role in the Fox X-Men movies and the games as well and reprising that character Steve Bloom coming and voicing him that was also really great uh, so that was my first experience and it was a really good one I really loved it can I go for it next real quick Okay. Uh, for me, it was earliest memory is definitely the um the cartoon the X Men cartoon. Um, then I came across them in Marvel's Capcom Two, but um in order I guess would be the show, either the movie or the game, and then vice versa, either or. So yeah, like it's pretty simple. Like most people, it's be the ninety show. That show, mm. that show was so amazing. Goddamn, it's so good that it got a sequel. Technically. Because, yeah, it's coming back. Uh, for me, uh, my answer is really simple, but it was from the old, uh, since you guys said, uh, the old X-Men cartoon from the 90s. Um, I remember as a kid watching um, Saturday mornings um, when Wolverine popped up. Uh, really cool character. Uh, the voice actor definitely did a great job making him just like this really ferocious, tough guy. And... Um, Especially with other actors that fall to it, like Steve Bloom and many others. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much how I was introduced to the character. Anyone else want to go on this? Uh, okay, I can go. Uh, I was introduced like everyone with the cartoon, but actually right before that, I was actually reading the comics. It's how I knew uh, Logan, as you may say, from like the Weapon X run. I think that was number 72 issue 72 and just running through that in the early 90s and then after that it was like the cartoon and everything kind of snowballed from there but yeah comic i started out as a comic reader hello heart what about you uh yeah i was gonna say uh definitely the the cartoon was definitely like my first uh introduction to wolverine uh especially because like it was my favorite saturday morning cartoon of watching x-men uh but then uh i actually had gotten a box of comics at some point and a handful of the comics in there uh were were basically the the solo wolverine stories uh i cannot remember the exact run but he's taking care of a kid and uh that was kind of like my biggest kind of go into wolverine and then, like, Hugh Jackman came out, and I thought Hugh Jackman was an amazing Wolverine, and, you know, there's plenty of other guys as well. Oh, yeah, the one with the kid, that's, like, it reminded me too much of, like, Lone Wolf and Cub a little bit, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it's it's an older comic uh, run, so I, I can't remember, and I have not read it in years, so I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember, like, it's basically he was on his, on the run or on his own. And uh, there was a girl involved that he was taking care of. They kind of channeled like a bit more of that with uh, him and X-23, like later on and media and the comics as well. Also, I, I just like when he's 
in war because he's like super ancient and stuff like that so uh because of that he's fought in like world wars and i, I remember that one scene where he got like nuked in the movie and he had like no skin left on his face it looked like a horror film that was actually pretty impressive for what they did at the time but um it's also very comic accurate so it was like the first time i see it, i was like yep there it is right there just stripped to bones and he's he's just gonna come right back oh yeah absolutely uh so if we're done with this one um i guess we can move on to question number two and this is an interesting one but uh do you prefer wolverine flying solo or when he works together with the x-men describe your reasoning who oh, is right, going with this one sure i'm um, actually going to be the eyeball out here but i should kind of prefer him with the avengers than he um the x-men because that's where admittedly a lot of my favorite highlights of wolverine are at Especially during like the late two thousands when um the Dark Avengers were a thing or whatever. Like so I don't know, I just oh. enjoy his um his chemistry with the Avengers, like especially like Spider Man considering like that's just like a surrogate son in a way, you know. But like barring that though, I do like his interactions with characters like Cyclops, you know, the classic, right? But most importantly, X twenty three, his Dark Clone. <laughs> Hmm. He has so many children at this point now. It's just like, how many kids do you have, man? Yes. He's a surrogate dad. I mean, considering you old as him, <laughs> you have any. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I mean, me personally, I do prefer him alone, but it's because you get to, like, really backtrack through some of his uh, history, and he has a lot. And you just see, like, further and further, all these memories starting to come up and, like, certain theories of why he loses those memories. But it's just like learning his history and all like the shit he had to go through each and every single time, even before the Weapon X program is just fascinating. And it's just like him going back to days like in Japan. It's just like, what else have you done? And each time I'm more and more fascinated, but also some of the classic love triangle between him and Cyclops and Jean Grey, even to the point now where it's still happening, just less. Yep. I, I, I think... It works fine, personally, whether you like him solo or um, whether you like him with a team, because if he's with a team, then you know it's going to be the most interesting thing, because he's not really super team-friendly at first, especially with people like Cyclops, and of course that love triangle that was mentioned with uh, Jean Grey. So that's an interesting dynamic, and then there's the fact that if he's solo, no one really knows like what's wrong with them in terms of the lost memory thing so it's a huge blank spot and a backstory and amnesia that he's trying to figure out and sometimes when that memory is recovered it leads to situations like with him and striker and how that sort of relationship maternalized where it's like he practically made wolverine stronger and you know he's doing all this nefarious stuff behind the scenes experimenting on children and it gets pretty dark when he's unleashed and he kills like all these scientists and it's just some very messed up nasty stuff uh so i i, I think the story is deep to do both of these things and as we elaborate on more media uh we'll see more of that come to light as we speak about it later on but oh i agree i also love his interaction when he has to be on a team because his first inclination is just to murder really quickly mm -hmm. or just take them out because that's just training and then see him on a team that he can't just immediately do that it's like interesting because it's like it's a conflict because he can't I'll, just immediately pop claws 
I also like the um dynamics between his rivals, in particular him and Hulk. Those two, you know, his first issue was going against the Hulk, right? So for those two to work together and literally become friends over time, though, it's kind of funny though, but still also taking the piss out of each other. Yeah. I kind of got a flashback to a scene from, uh, I'm about to mention this movie, but um, I think it was X-Men The Last Stand, where they're in the uh, the danger room, and <laughs> oh, good old Wolverine has Colossus throw, uh, throw him right to the uh, Sentinel. Uh, the sentinel's head he cuts the head off he talks with uh, cyclops later and he's like hey you know a good offense is a good defense oh wait or is that the other way around <laughs> I, I don't know why that's just so wolverine that's so low again to be that's honest that's all special super super iconic <laughs> yeah and, uh, it really is for me personally I don't. I like Solo Logan and I like Team Logan, but I'm more accustomed to him being Solo because kind of reminds me of uh, a, a drifter in a sense. Yeah, I actually can see that uh, making a lot of sense because, like, um, because the thing about Logan is, like, he's always been, like, a loner. Like, he's kind of, like, the, you know, archetypical, like, jerk with a heart of gold. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, that's what the first X-Men film touched on. Because, I mean, he's a trucker, and it seems like he's just going from bar to bar, fight, uh, fight cage to fight cage, you know, barely getting by and everything so it kind of i kind of like that side of logan where he's not used to being on a team and working together as a team but there's also part of me that does like it when he knows how to coordinate attacks and defenses with a team but i gotta say i prefer solo yeah, I, I I like both, but I I don't mind when he's by himself, and I don't mind when it's like he needs Xavier's enthusiasm to really convince him that the school for the gifted is worth it, worth a damn. Uh, because at first he was just like doing the fight cages with like Russian people and knocking them out. It's like oh, okay. I see where you're going, Logan, but yeah. the world's bigger than that. So I, I understand that part too. So it's it's kind of cool when it happens. What, what really do they call you? Wheels? <laughs> what do you call oh you? Wheels? <laughs> uh, if you really think about it, he's like the archetype of a Ronin, just constantly looking for like that new person he needs to follow, but he has a hard time following people. So it's like a kind of choosy so he wanders a lot so th it's what i've always reminded me of she's like more of an old samurai archetype yeah um lanos yeah you make a great point lanos yeah because um like i said wolverine like walks to the earth and he sort of like goes on his own accord um you know like a ronin that kind of makes perfect sense considering the japan storyline with silver serpent and how that goes and i mean also like to go go back to what you know you guys talked about with him and his uh 
memory loss. I mean, how how can he um how can he really trust anybody or even himself if he doesn't really remember a whole lot of about himself or where he came from? Well, you know, the solution to this that is internal, to... It's that internal conflict kind of thing that I like. The solution to this is to shoot him with an animantium bullet and uh, have him heal, like, right after that. But that's another movie we're going to talk about for the next question, because the movie sucks. But uh, <laughs> I hate X-Men Origins so much. I really do. Uh, I, I personally, uh, on this question, uh, I don't prefer either or. Because honestly, uh, I'm more into the story of it all. And I'm always, even now, like just searching just origin stories, war stories, hook up and link up. And so it to me, it's important that there are solo Logan stories as well as team Logan stories. Because without one or the other, you would be missing huge parts of just... Uh, either character development or storylines that make Logan who he is. And then I like when they when he does stuff with the Avengers too, especially uh, one of the Infinity uh, sagas when uh, Loki tells him that he's going to invent the Infinity Dungarees. That was pretty funny to me. <laughs> so are we all done with this question before we move on to number three? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I'd say we're done. All right. So here we go. Have you seen any of the solo Wolverine films? Give your opinions on the following trilogy. And this includes X-Men Origins Wolverine, the Wolverine and Logan. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So to be honest with you, I have not seen the Wolverine. I've heard from a lot of people it's a really good movie but i have seen x-men origins and logan um x-men origins is uh it's a guilty pleasure like it's um it's not the worst movie i've ever seen it's definitely entertaining like i really like what i've seen uh, like it's got some really fun action scenes but the story is just really not that great logan on the other hand man that movie is just Amazing. I just love everything about like, you know, Logan's relationship with X23, um Xavier and like, you know, he's kind of like on his last legs, but at the same time there's kind of like hope for like a brighter future with um you know, with his like surrogate daughter and the ending man that got me in the feels, man. That was even like 5 years later that that still hits hard, you know? But yeah, uh, I love uh, Logan. Great movie. Anyone else? Uh, um, I've seen I've seen all the uh, I've seen all the Wolverine uh, solo movies, and I I gotta say, I and there's part of me that loves all of them like a great deal especially wolverine uh wolverine origins i know people hate that movie so much but you know there's you know worse x-men related movies out there hooked on phoenix um but you know what can you do uh i like i liked all of them 
in their own way, especially the Wolverine. Because uh, in the Wolverine, uh, there's a part in it where he has to deal with basically being mortal. He has to deal with being mortal for the first time ever. And he tries to figure out, okay, how the hell am I going to work with this? I forgot what exactly happened. I think there was something that was attaching, uh, from, something got attached. From what I understand, I think the old guy who's supposed to be Silver Serpent, uh, he gave... Yeah, the Silver Samurai. Yeah, yeah. He, he gave Logan a promise saying that, you know what, uh, you could be mortal. You could take this and, and and live a life without pain. So he sort of gives that essence to him, and that's how but he becomes mortal. From what I remember out of uh, Wolverine, uh, something ha- I thought something happened where he got uh, injected with something, and a thing attached to a... Uh, to a, a mutant gland that probably could be the case as well because i i i mean it's 100 percent guaranteed I, that he gets his powers like back at the end of the movie because yeah because he ends up having to uh cut into his body and yank it out and mm-hmm. risk uh risk it being 50 50 that he may not live uh long enough for the uh you know regeneration ability to kick in but that was well i'll talk about that later but regardless though i liked all the logan solo movies so yeah So uh, I absolutely hated uh, Origins, and there there's not a single person who could talk me into ever liking uh, Wolverine Origins. Um, to me personally, the movie got leaked way too early, and then after that, they basically just gave up on giving us a good movie uh, because it wasn't good. I would even put it right next to Dark Phoenix. It just it was there is nothing there is nothing desirable. I've watched it once, never watched it ever again. The Wolverine was actually one of my favorite out of the trilogy, um, just because of the dilemma that he had to go through. He was he was attacked by a, another mutant whose powers were able to basically nullify the abilities of other mutants. And so he lost his powers. There's like this organism inside of him from this other mutant. And so he ends up losing his powers. And then he has to, you know, figure out how to work with losing his powers. Because it's not like they're all just happening at once. He was losing them slowly and having to deal with each one, one at a time. And it accumulates to him, you know, understanding that, you know, for him to be who he is, he has to be immortal. And, you know, he pulls out the thing and that continues that story. Uh, Logan was a great movie to me as far as closing off the story, especially of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. 
Um, I absolutely loved every moment of that movie, uh, his relationship with his surrogate and, you know, the ending definitely didn't make me cry, but I felt like they did one of the best, uh, justices to Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in that movie, uh, with finalizing that story. Uh, I guess I'll continue and give my perspective. Um... I, I I don't like origins that much. Uh, I, there is some entertainment to be had in a dumb way. Like, um, I, I can't say it's like painstakingly boring or anything like that, but some of the choices they did with like mute pool where he couldn't talk and, and, and that happened. And then some of the CGI, um, it's like hollow heart said, the movie got leaked and I remember the effects were worse. So they just simply said, screw it. We're just going to do it anyway and finish it anyway. Cause why not? And, um, it, it lived up to the trash that it was. I, I, I didn't like the fact that Wolverine survived the animanium bullet to the head because that makes like no sense to me. Uh, striker was lame in this movie. It's so weird. Cause he's, very intimidating and almost creepy in X2 and now he's just like a regular dude that just does the mustache twirling villain thing and I was like I, I don't remember Stryker being just this horrible like of course he does horrible things but in terms of the character it wasn't convincing enough for me um and I like some things like Gambit was pretty cool in that movie he was awesome but it didn't last for way too long and then they changed the uh, nightcrawler's dad to be a random cowboy and i was just like what the, f the the only things i really liked is just jackman doing stuff um i, I didn't mind the new saber tooth because uh live scriber he, he was awesome and uh i i didn't mind ryan reynolds before he was uh, mute pulled but everything else was just uh, <laughs> uh so I, I just want to go on Logan like real quick because I, I didn't see oh, the sorry, my it's cool I, I didn't see the Wolverine so I'll skip that but Logan was a very emotional film uh really good too uh focused on of course him having the animanium in his body so he's dying it's like time's running out Xavier is going crazy as well because uh that wasn't mentioned but his brain is all screwed up so he has these random panic attacks and he will kill um anyone in sight that gets close and they'll have a giant headache so this is why most of the mutants are dead during this time period which is just sad man to think that all the x-men are gone because uh xavier now has like dementia so it's just a sad depressing movie but the actors really push it and carry it and i think the relationship between logan and x-23 was awesome in that film um the, the fights were awesome the gore was just absolutely crazy <laughs> i remember he chopped that guy's arm off with the shotgun and i was just like oh my god the berserker rage is fantastic but um I, I can't get that movie higher praise than it already has so that's how i feel about it i'm gonna let uh mr brandon go yeah i know it's a common trend here not many people have seen the wolverine or at least remember it it just slipped under remember. the radar for me yeah it really did because like i remember watching it but i remember nothing about it aside from maybe the um cameo ending because like now everybody would probably remember that one if you've seen the movie right but oh I yeah think... i'm sorry go ahead oh i was agreeing i'm like i remember the cameo <laughs> 
But um, the one thing I will defend X-Men Origins on is that, yeah, sure, Wolverine getting shot in the head and missing bullet seems out of, out, of, out of place, whatever. But if the man can survive a nuke, why can't he survive a um, bullet to the head? I think, I think it's weird because in that movie, they described him sort of forgetting his memories due to that. When, if you remember in Logan with the Wolverine clone or whatever, he just gets mm-hmm. straight up shot in the head with an animantium bullet. He's dead. Like that. That's just it. Oh, that's true. That's a little inconsistency there, though. But I'm like, you know, like if he can take a nuke, he could definitely take a bullet. You know. I, well, yeah. It's also one of those things. Like a bullet to the brain has been shown in every comic back. That it's like that means absolutely nothing. Oh yeah, for for normal bullets, I I, I do agree. But for for that, it was just like. It was just kind of weird to me, and and not to mention, there's a lot more wrong with that ending than ever because it was just like, hey, let's let Striker go, <laughs> and and the woman with the psychic powers, they never explained her at all. So I was yeah. just like, why is she even here? She's just like Wolverine's concubine, but they didn't describe what she does. And that was weird. That was Psylocke. Oh my god. <sighs> it was. It. If that was Psylocke, I would be so mad because she just looks like a random NPC to me. Yeah, that's literally three different Psylocke's in this fucking franchise. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, they should just keep changing. Oh, Lord. Olivia, I'm sorry, I'm going to finish up my point, though. Um, I do have a soft spot for the um for Origins because, like, one, the actors honestly got carried on movie. Story sucks ass. The CG is ass though, but the, the actors, especially um Gambit, like Gambit was the thing that keeps me going for that movie. And I'm sad that he's barely in it. Cause he honestly got along with Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds just carries that movie. When you know Ryan Reynolds can talk. Uh so the Warring, don't remember much about it, aside from the camera ending, I already mentioned that. But Logan, I will say is definitely between the two of them, obviously the best one. It's totally consistent. You know, it's based on one of the best Wolverine stories ever. Or not. And of course, the usual, the set ending, you know, when Wolverine died. So, like, yeah, it was definitely, definitely one of the, um, one of the better comic movies that are about solo character. Just play the uh, X Men animated theme over his death, and you'll be uh, 10 times more happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, for me, I just on trend the mere fact that Origins was let's just put it straight garbage. It was the leak didn't help it, but from CGI claws to just immensely lazy writing to for some reason deciding that Deadpool the Merc was a mouth is mute, which made no sense whatsoever. There was just the too many. Them. <laughs> it's just like it was a mess. Uh, all together. It was a mess of a movie that was just put forward because they thought it would sell because it's Wolverine, and they thought, don't really have to put that much effort into it. But following that, after they learned their lesson as it bombed, the Wolverine was, what, in my opinion, in comparison to Logan, the best Wolverine and superhero movie of, of a Wolverine movie. Logan is a film in comparison, which... Uh, can be very, very different. It, like, Logan was the first time I was like, 
without having any of the history, without having any of these, uh, knowing that much about X-Men or anything else, you can watch it from start to end, enjoy it, and it is literally a film. Uh, the Wolverine, you have to have some information, but it is a great, great movie, like from the bullet train scene to the... Uh, there's a lot of good moments in that, and just seeing him having to be human, as that was spoken before, is seeing such a mortal human moment from him where he's not just like a, uh, I take shit and I'm the best at what I do, like flippant attitude where he has to actually break down as a person and you start realizing those different aspects of what makes L Logan Wolverine and what makes Logan Logan is it's a fascinating like insight into it. And the fight scenes were amazing and it showed a rated R film of a superhero movie could do well like that and Deadpool if written correctly and not just rated R for rated R's sake you can do a really great film if you don't limit them but uh yeah I I like Logan the best because it is an actual just like full-on film but the Wolverine is such a great film to watch but I'll watch Origins if I feel like I'm having a guilty pleasure I was like oh this is a garbage movie I know it's gonna be bad I'm watching it it's terrible. Okay, let's move on. But that's just my opinion. Anyone else on these films before we move on to the next one? Oh, going once, going twice, sold to the Lady Deathstrike in red. So we're going to move on to question number four. Um, and this is related to the team up movies that are the other X-Men movies. But uh, did you see any of those with Logan in them? And if so, what is your favorite Logan moment in those X-Men team up movies? Oh, I'm going to go on this one. Go It'll be short and sweet. Um, in the first movie, when he flipped off um, everybody else um, in the middle detector, it's such a subtle but cheesy joke. But um, that and um, I would say the Fast One special in X Men Three. Uh, mine's quick and simple too. It, I like a lot of scenes with him, but my favorite scene, if you're just really gonna break it down as a character in a nutshell, is the first class scene. It's very quick. He shows <laughs> up in nowhere else in the film. They show up, try to recruit him, and he says, fuck off. And I'm like, that's Wolverine right there. If you want a character to a scene to encapsulate who he is, that scene right there. Oh no, so I that's I I actually think in Days of Future Past, uh, no, uh, yeah, it's that one where he says fuck off, uh, Xavier to him, and then in that one he says go fuck yourself when they come in, and then it's like, yeah. well, let's just leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, it's a constant. Yep. <laughs> I, I forgot to mention one too, when Beast was tossing Wolverine around in that movie. Yeah. You remember he was antagonizing him, and then Beast got actually got mad and started tossing his ass across the, um, the house until he made it to Xavier? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I forgot about that scene. I think I remember that scene. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. Yeah, Beast was not having it in that movie, and I think it was great. Uh, see, I have one moment that's actually in Days of Future Past, and it's when he first spawns into the body, and he finds out that is him. And uh, he doesn't realize that he's banging like a mafia mob boss's daughter or whatever. And then Wolverine tries talking to the bodyguards. He's like, what? You slept with her? He's like, well, I didn't sleep with her. I, I mean, yes, I slept with her. But, you know, it's just a common mistake. 
And then they shoot him. <laughs> it's just pure chaos in that scene uh, before he goes off and he slices them up. But it that was a really great moment in that movie. Uh, there's, there's just way too many moments. I mean, that scene in Days of Future Past when he first uh, wake, wakes up in his past body and he, he, you know, he's ready to kick ass. He looks down and he's like, oh, wait. These are my bone. This is my bone claw. Where's my adamantium? Oh, wait, that hasn't happened yet. Yep. I, I like that scene. Uh, this is, this is going to be, this is probably going to make some people laugh. I honestly thought it was uh, heartbreaking when, um, I think this is like the only scene I liked out of The Last Stand. Where, where Logan actually stabs Gene. Hmm. Oh, while Gene is tearing, uh, while Gene is tearing his, uh, well, trying to tell, tear his cells apart, and he's he's like he's like, Gene, I love you, and then he stabs her because that to him that was the only way to get her to stop. At that point. Yeah. That was a good moment for you to realize that they could have just cured her and her parents would have been gone. Yeah, but you know, we all know who to blame for that. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Uh, then, uh, like like Brandon said, the scene under the uh, the scene at the uh, Statue of Liberty. Oh yeah, that was a great fight. Uh, the shop, and he comes back after. Uh, supposedly killing Mystique, and uh, Cyclops is about to like blast him, and Logan's like, "Whoa, wait, it's me." And he's like, "How do we know? You're a dick." <laughs> he's like, uh, "Okay, yeah. seems legit." <laughs> uh, I think the. I think it was an X2 when, you know, the soldiers are coming in and they're like going to abduct the students and just seeing him just lose his shit because he's oh. like the ultimate babysitter, essentially. That yes, makes sense what I've seen. Yes, I love that so much when the when the uh, guys with guns were coming in to uh, kidnap the um, mutant kids. He was going ballistic and he was even getting shot. Uh, with the uh, tranks, and he's like, "That doesn't affect me. What are you doing?" <laughs> Wasn't that scene censored? Because I, I remember, I don't. MPA was being like assholes to Brian Singer, and they were like, well, "You can't show him full on stabbing the guard." And then Brian Singer was like, "You know, fuck off. I'm gonna put this in my, um, you know, extended edition where he like pins him against the wall and stabs him, and he just mm -hmm. stands there for like seven seconds." Yeah, they wanted to cut that scene like down super hard. Yeah, that's why the extended versions are usually the best when it comes to so many things because uh, so many times it's like, no, you need to censor that because for some reason we need to whittle down the rating because it's Wolverine. It's like, that doesn't make any sense with a Wolverine film. That's why the Wolverine, the Wolverine film did better because you could actually show him fully at what he does best, which is murder. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, don't forget, don't forget his uh, yells when he's going full uh, rage. That's oh, why Berserker. Like in X-Men yeah. 2, when he goes berserk, just, ah! <laughs> just, just a fucking scream. I love it. We better hear that in the next Deadpool movie. We better. Oh, I, uh, oh. 
Uh, uh, I don't mean to interrupt anyone. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go, go, go. Um, really? Well, you guys listed a lot of great moments, and um, there was one that I remember. It was when, uh, remember when Wolverine fought Lady Deathstrike in X2, I believe? Yes. That was that was a really cool fight scene. I really liked it. It was kind of, especially like how it ended. Like it was kind of like, um, it's kind of funny too, really, because it was like, um, in that movie, she was like portrayed very sympathetically and her death was like, you know, it wasn't like super gruesome. It was just kind of like really simple. If I remember I really that one. correctly, he mm-hmm. pumped her full of animantium. So once that happened, not only was she dead, but she drowned too because she couldn't get back up. So that was that was, yeah. a, that was a crazy though. Oh yeah. Is it, is it fun fact? Is it me or that scene felt like a slap fight at a certain point because they're just like going back and forth. I'm like, this is just a slap fight between two antimanium like yeah, aggressive yeah. types. Yeah. <laughs> they were stabbing each other left and right. Warren getting flipped off. He stabbed her with something else. Uh, like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I I still but, loved. I still love the. The fact when uh, we first see her um, bring out her nails, he's like, "Holy shit! Oh, shit. Holy shit!" Man, like her, like her uh, man. Her, I wonder what her nail. Um, I wonder how like her nail treatment goes <laughs> whenever she goes to, like the salon. Uh, I thought you were going to say This is a fun fact I want to share. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she was actually going to make it back out X Men Three, but she got cut. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, how come was it? Um... I, I don't remember the story significance per se, though, but they were going to bring her back in some way as, like, I think she's going to join up with Logan. But oh, for a reason, though, she got um cut out from the movie entirely. I think the actress confirmed it. I'm really uh, glad she... there was already too much going on in that film to begin with. It was. Yeah, extra was kind of not going, going to on though, but I think oh, um, strike deserves something after what happened. Like she was going against um her out of her will, you know. So mm-hmm. like I think she deserved a second chance of some kind though. But you know, oh, I don't disagree. I just think there was just like the film itself is like there's so much going on in that film, and that's why it doesn't really work that well. Uh, adding more is just already just shit on top of the pile at that point even yeah. though the actress does deserve more from that role itself especially for how close that role is supposed to be to logan yeah and i wish she got her memories back but again uh last stand is just ooh, it's chock full of stuff uh, that that's one thing to cover one of last these days stand, air quotes. Uh, yeah the last stand last x-men movie because it surely wasn't <laughs> oh man <laughs> nope it was not a good movie. It was. Uh, Don't worry. They they followed it up right. with uh, with origins. So you know. Oh man. <laughs> oh god. Movie, <laughs> the movie with Barack Apool. Just no. I have one more favorite moment. It's it's the one in I I, I forget which X Men is. It. I think it's the first one where wolverine and cyclops they have a little dick measuring contest and then uh-huh. uh he goes to the car. And, and he's like, I'm gonna take this for a spin, and then he comes back, and then that was two. oh, that's two. Okay, so he, he just turns his car into a convertible. He just says, I made you do convertible, and it was all sliced up. Uh, oh. is, is X Men one the one where he gives him the middle finger with the claw, or am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, it is. That, that's the one that that right there just classic. I, mean, I don't know why, but that, that's so stupid and subtle that it works. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, there was also the mystique uh, stop hitting yourself moment. Or, or when, or like I made a reference a while ago when he says, well, What do they call you? Wheels? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Which is it one of these X Men movies where Mystique gets on top of him and she turns into him? That yeah, that's the stop hitting yourself moment. It, the first X Men film was done so well uh, because it has so many of those moments. It's like, yeah, this, this is an X Men film. I got a question. Baby face, Hugh Jackman. Nope. Yeah. Still can't believe it. Like, he fits the role so well for being such a tall man playing a role for a very short person. So it's just like. They may, like, retroactively make Wolverine taller because of that. I actually don't uh, think so. No, they filmed it kind of like they did with, like, the Gimli film uh, scenes in Lord of the Rings, where they filmed it where it made him look smaller. No, I'm talking about for the comics, like, did they make him taller in the comics because of no. Hugh Jackman's no. popularity? No, no, uh, he's still short as hell. <laughs> he's still super short. Only in the renditions where he has the Hugh Jackman likeness did they keep him the same height, and I mean, that makes sense. But for the most part, he's still, I think, 5'3". Yeah, he's still short as fuck. He looks taller than that, though, in a lot of shots, though. I'm just saying, like... Well, there's only so much you could do, but for what they did, for how tall he actually is, they did a fantastic job. Uh, right, actually, I got a question to ask since we're talking about the movies and stuff. Sure. Um, which character do you like Logan's interaction with the most, or at least the most memorable to you? You know, sure. the one that stands out to me would be um in first class when he um interacts with um Magneto, <laughs> especially in, in a plane where they mentioned like Buffalo's a survivor and stuff. And then he put him to the test later by binding him to um, metal and tossing him to the sea. Oh. Um, I would... I, I think it's because it's more heartwarming for me. I like... I like the... the relationship between Logan and Rogue in the oh, first yes. X-Men the movie. First I I actually liked that a lot. How he was like really patient. Well, not at first patient with her, but over time he's just like, "Well, looks like you're looks like I'm stuck with you, kid." Like that kind of attitude, and she just kind of grows on him. I I I did like that, especially when he accidentally stabs her when he's having a nightmare. Wolverine's because like, of the memories coming back and his nightmares. I did like, I did like that because he felt so awful because he thought like he killed her until he finds out what her power is. That's Wolverine's like 88th daughter in a live action media, whereas in the comics, everybody's trying to bang Rogue. Oh, God. <laughs> No right though. <laughs> uh, uh, but so oh, good. I was gonna say, I think for me, it's either with uh Laura, like you know, X23, I thought that relationship was really, really done well, but I also kind of just enjoy his relationship with Xavier, like just the different interactions over time where it's like he's kinda of like a father figure, and at other points it's just something that just annoys the fuck out of him. Uh 
it i think their relationship over time even though you come to find out how that really worked out is a really interesting relationship but the heartwarming one is more like the x23 and seeing himself in that kid and just how like oh i can make a change in this so you don't have to become me and it, that kind of relationship i think worked really really well Yep, Lano's pretty much took my answer. I was gonna say Xavier, but yeah, for for the reasons described, I, I like that he's Logan's sort of the hothead, and Xavier's like the optimistic one trying to talk sense into him. Uh, and then it, usually sometimes it works, usually sometimes it doesn't. And I also agree with the X twenty three because that's the sort of father daughter relationship that just works really well between the two. You know, that sentiment right there stands really well at X-Men 3, where those two were butted hands over how they how Xavier handled Phoenix. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I never agree with that. The hothead versus the, you know, wherever Xavier was. Which I think it, makes it such a great dichotomy and role reversal when you're t- going into the Logan scene where Xavier's in the bed and it's uh, Logan trying to be the optimistic one and... Xavier being the realistic one of like, hey, you have to kill me. <laughs> that kind of yeah. moment. Yeah, I, I did like, and I will say one thing I did like in the third X-Men movie. It had to have been when, uh, when it's revealed what Charles did to Gene. And instead of Xavier teaching logan a lesson which is normally the case in the x-men movies it's the other way around and logan was giving uh charles a uh a lecture going you do realize when you cage a beast the beast is going to get angrier and angrier the longer it's caged right it's not going to be happy and xavier's like oh well I guess I screwed up. <laughs> but I don't know. I did like that. The little role reversal in three where instead of Logan being taught a lesson, it was Xavier. And yeah, Xavier learned the hard way with that one. It's it's kind of the same with Days of Future Past because Xavier's like a drunk in that movie after uh, First Class. So... Logan is the one trying to talk sense into him and Xavier is the one that's like, fuck off, get out of my house. Uh, so it's, it's another role reversal, which works really well yeah. when it's on, I, when the shoe's on the other foot. I did like seeing that in days. He's like, what was it that you told me once before? Oh yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> I like that scene. I'm not going to lie. Cause it's not even what he said, but he's so... Someone pointed out he's so drunk and distraught that he doesn't remember anything from first class at that point. Just the most basic stuff, and even then, he gets it wrong. So that's what I really like about that movie, just the callbacks. It's just so petty in that moment. It's just like, it's so petty. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But uh, anyone else uh, on this before we move on to the next one? Oh, going once, going twice. Sold to the hooker, Emma Frost in white. All right. 
Now, we're going to talk about the games here, and it's a lot of them, but, you know, you can cherry-pick between them. Uh, but how do you feel about every release Wolverine game and X-Men title that included him? Do you think they were done effectively or poorly? Cite your reasoning between the games you've played. Uh, a lot, so who wants to go first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go real quick. Uh, okay. The games that I've played, whether it was X-Men related with... Uh, <laughs> Wolverine added into it or a Wolverine solo game. Um, as far as the X-Men games, there have been some, at least one or two that were good, but um, there's uh, quite a few by uh, our good pals from the past, LJN, who um, really uh dropped the ball extremely hard like wolverine for example uh on the nes where the claws um causes you to get damaged the longer you have them out as well as wolverine taking fall damage so um oh also, uh, how slow he is to, you know, dodge or crouch or whatever. Yeah, it was very, very awful. I got PTSD from that. Just the mere fact of the matter is his primary, like, weapon is the animantium claw. And that's dealing you damage when you're using it? Nah. Nah, that's not good. Uh, the only Wolverine game that I know of for sure that was really good was the uh, PS3, PS3, Xbox 360, and PC version of Wolverine Origins. Uh, I guess I guess I'll go next on this one. It's not gonna be that long, but so the main one I've played x-men related with him in it that i really enjoyed was obviously x-men legends one and two i i think they were really great games uh great rpgs really demonstrated all of the characters perfectly if you want my honest opinion it was the precursor to marvel ultimate alliance and that was also done well so i i really enjoy seeing him in that and cutting up mystique was one of the most euphoric moments ever because Gosh, she's a nightmare on the harder modes. I could not stand her. But um, I would say for Wolverine games in particular, I did play X2 Wolverine's Revenge. And that game is really, really rough because they want you to do all these mechanics and sneak around a lot in a stealth game. And I understand, you know, you could be stealthy with Wolverine, but the problem is wolverine is a fighter so they want you to sneak around for a good majority of the game using these strange feral senses that you know are weird and then the combat is very very convoluted and wonky at the same time plus there's traps that could kill you in like five seconds whether it's machine guns or whatever you're wolverine so you can't take that at all in that game which is very very strange i would not recommended the the only great thing about that game is that mark hamill is the voice of wolverine that's about it and it, it just works like it, it's it's just great 
Outside of that, though, uh, that gameplay is sus. Then I play X-Men Origins Wolverine, uh, the Uncaged Edition, and I, I thought that was an amazing experience. Bloody, gory, absolutely disgusting. Um, the, the, the best marketing pitch for that game is you can take a guy out of a helicopter and shove his head into the rotor, and that's that's the selling pitch of the entire demo <laughs> it's it's so cool man it's it like people say hey it's god of war influence but it, it's one of the clones that really did it right with that sort of style i'm hoping uh as we get on to later questions that uh, insomniac takes a look at that game and sort of sees and says hey we, we got a blueprint right here uh but i loved it personally and i think that's about it for wolverine games i've not played the one on the NES, but I've heard about the claws hurting you, which is, I mean, he's not, it's not poison animanium, so it makes no sense. He's like in his prime, so I, I really don't like the sound of that. I believe the game was the Uncanny X Men of the NES one that is just God, that's even God worse. awful. That's even uh, worse. Yeah, th I mean, there's been some terrible adaptations to be completely honest there's just been some really 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 bad ones like marvel avengers battle for earth that was also pretty bad uh but there's always been some weird adaptations that have wolverine and it's like why is he in there kind of like uh the, uh when he was a tony hawk pro skater model for like the <laughs> canada levels or the like the really weird uh quake conversion mod uh, that you're like, the, I think it was called the Ravages of Apocalypse, maybe, maybe. Uh, but it was just like a weird, like you're shooting the X Men now. There's Wolverine; he won't die. Oh God! But uh, there's been some really good highlights. He gets shown so well in fighting games because he's a fighter, so he fits really well. So you know, yeah, you got Marvel vs. Capcom. Child uh, you also have X Men: Children of the Atom, like. These are really, really good examples of Wolverine as a character in games. But uh, I would like to make an honorable mention that it's much of a trash game as it was the Spider-Man Web of Shadows. His character from like the web uh, dark part of the Venomized Wolverine was a highlight of that game because it was terrifying. Oh, dude, yes, he was. Um. I I agree, Lanos. Like he was really fun in that game, especially um, like especially like when Peter was fighting him and like um, Wolverine throws a question at him and you have to like answer correctly, otherwise the fight just keeps going. Uh huh. Really neat. But yeah, my last point would be like I agree with uh, Ren on X Men Origins Wolverine for its trash of an adaptation the movie was that game showed the true brutality of Wolverine and I really do hope Insomniac's taking notes because it's like this is what you can do is and with upgraded technology you could do a fantastic job especially if they've what they've done with Spider-Man and Miles Morales like there's a lot you can do and this would be a great example to borrow from Mm hmm yeah because um real quick yeah um yeah i did really love x-men origins uh wolverine it was a really fun time especially uh the especially when you fought blob in the supermarket that was definitely great <laughs> but, uh i'll give it to someone else oh yeah there's two things i want to mm -hmm. mention real quick uh 
Wolverine's also in Ultimate Spider-Man, and you could fight him if you're playing as Venom. And I remember like trying to, I don't know why I did this stupid shit, trying to consume him. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna eat you for breakfast. It'll be fine. And then he just breaks out. And he's like, nope, not today, bub. But I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. Does he damage you? Uh, yes. He he hurts each time you try to eat him. That's like I want to say twenty percent health gone. Uh, and symbiote Wolverine is like just the creepiest thing ever. Like I don't, that and Web of Shadows and what they did with that was awesome. Like just symbiote Wolverine or symbiote Daredevil is like the creepiest fucking shit I've ever seen. And I hope that comes into play with the later question. Uh, does anyone remember the arcade game, like the X Men arcade game? Because that one I was do. also yes. a lot of fun. It was like a before. like a weird beat 'em up. Welcome to yeah, die. I actually played it before, right next to Marvel's Capcom 2 in arcades. Yeah, that that game was really good as well. Just just playing, I think that's the one with like you can play with six people and just completely annihilate everything, which is awesome. I love it. On their symbiote Wolverine. So, anyone else on this question before we move on? Uh yeah, I actually didn't go, but everyone kind of took took it as well. You know, it's either. Uh, like Mitchell Webber Shadows Wolverine is either Origins, but I'm gonna say like the fighting games, like the um, Marvel's Capcom series of Wolverine, like you know, that's probably the best rendition of Wolverine because you know, they they didn't hold back, especially um in three in particular, he gave him everything like Berserker Barrage, not that weird X thing you can do, but yeah, it's simple. I just kept like doing drill claw and people just kept jumping into it. I'm like, why, why, why do you do this? I don't know. Why does a sweep work in most uh, fighting games and people just keep letting that happen? <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, hey, that's a free ro- uh, win, as they say. You just win for free in that case. That's MK in a nutshell. If You're an idiot. You get swept on, literally. <laughs> Gotta watch for them footsies, man. They're the devil. Watch the feet or watch the anti-air because Wolverine was just like all over it. Like he's he's one of those rushdown characters in Marvel, which is why I like him so much. You pair him up with like a couple of uh, rushdowners or zoners. That's it because they're just gonna keep getting chipped in the corner. Uh, that's what I did when someone was playing as Sentinel, and I was just like, you know what, you, you stay over there in the corner. Yep, uh, I'll just keep doing the dive kick. And he just keeps doing nothing. <laughs> it's like that's the best thing ever playing is in Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh drill claw, yes. Anyone else uh, have anything to add on this question? Oh no, I'm good. Okay. So we're gonna move on to the next one. Um, do you agree with the logic that X-Men Origins Wolverine Uncaged is the definitive Wolverine game? Yes or no? What what is the opinion on this uh, majority one? For, yeah, that's a PS3 game, right? Yeah, I'll yeah. say so. I mean, granted, it's probably one of the only few ones we have that is, you know, good, because I've seen a whole lot. And I mean, if we're talking about... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry, cut you off. No, that's like, you know, like, yeah, it's one of the few games that actually, you know, got Wolverine's brutality right, when he's by himself, not with the team or anything, not cut on robots, him versus the world. Like, that's basically what it is. It does does that pretty damn well. So yeah, I would say it's a like definitive way of having Wolverine. For now, let's see what Sonic has to offer. Simple as it. Yeah, I I, I think um 
that's going to be a nice blueprint as we talked about where uh logan's brutality I, one thing i really hope that's incorporated is that lunge move because uh, i i thought that move was amazing where you could just like jump on somebody and just keep clawing them to death um that was pretty cool as well as the idea that you could take people's weapons use it against them throw them against the wall you know what i mean it, it, and, and do this giant like whirlwind move where you can cut like people into eighty thousand giblets so it, it was one of those games that had a lot of options despite being mostly labeled as oh just a clone of god of war during the time um and and it was varied enough to stand out on his own uh because once again logan is short range so he has to jump on people to get them uh which is also cool and you could also do air combos and stuff like that uh, i think one of my favorite things to do in that game was actually go into uh the cerebo uh battle room and just fight the other wolverine because you get a trophy for that uh fight the other wolverine in cerebro and then you will be able to uh get more xp experience stuff like that classic costumes so so they had a lot to give and plus it's like lano said the the movie was just absolutely a mess in in, in storytelling but the game did a pretty decent job at telling you hey this is this real origin story as a soldier going back and uh raiding all these people and whatnot and it kept you engaged for the entire time and uh you can fight gambit on top of these giant letters in in the casino part which was pretty cool like fighting him and it was an extended sequence so you see more of him uh so they did everything right in terms of movie adaptation where they expanded on a lot and added lore and trimmed the fat on the really really bad parts like you know the parts where he's like with the family and everything but unfortunately mute pool is the final boss so i don't think they could have done anything outside of that sure i would have loved if they changed him but uh since he's the final boss you got to deal with it you could just kill him like in five seconds if you wanted to because he's pretty easy and just cut his head off which is always awesome Oh, you see the gore, actually. I forgot the movie censored that. So if you want to see yep. him get his head cut off legit, then you have to play the game to find that out. Uh, uh, that's about it for me. For me, I, I'll, I'll agree. Like, it is the definitive game. Granted, there's not like a huge ton of just solo Wolverine games mm. for it to really be that. I mean, before that came out, I think it was between Animantium Rage and Wolverine's Rage, which naming mechanics, come on, change it up a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, were like the core games that like kind of got the essence, which is bad when one of them is a Game Boy Color game. So I think really for Insomniac, like they just got to do better than the Origins one, but I would love to see it really, really do well. But for definitive games, I think right now the Uncaged Edition is probably the closest we're going to get to a definitive one for now. Yeah, and, and one more thing I wanted to add is um, I think that was the coolest sort of healing factor system that they did, where it's like in real time, you can see Logan's guts blown out and see them heal in real time like like it doesn't look as disgusting as some of the graphics these days but with the next one it might it was just crazy seeing uh the entire exoskeleton come off and just heal slowly back if you stood still uh which was pretty awesome in that game and uh, it's just a lot to love like the blob in the supermarket stabbing him in the back and all that stuff just just really 
a solid entry all around. I know they had a previous gen entry without the gore, and when I looked at that, I was like, this is a completely different game. They they Spider-Man to that when they actually ported that to like PC, uh, because it's radically different, but it is bloodless. So some of that carnage is definitely gone. I haven't played it as a game. Some people say they're, they're mixed on the entire premise of, uh, that game itself. They say it's good. Some say it's bad, but I have not played it personally. Oh yeah. I did play the, uh, I did play the PS2 Wolverine game. Hmm. Well, I thought it was I thought it was okay. It was annoying, but I thought it was okay. But yeah, I do agree that the Uncaged Edition is the definitive Wolverine game. It captured like everybody like everybody else said, it captures Logan's character, how he fights and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I just think the essence of the character is important and that's the most important thing they nailed in that game so far. So who who made that game? Raven Software? I, I I bet Activision just just got rid of them. I, I'm 100 positive. <laughs> I yeah. would not be surprised. They're they're um Call of Duty young. Um, oh, right so yeah, they got sent to the co-op mines. <laughs> they just hate it. Oh man. Uh, but you know, at least at least Phil's in there, so he he might do something. We'll see. <laughs> Well, we, yeah, it was Raven Software. It was. Yeah. Oh, rip. Sad, man. It's so sad. But rip. we're, we're going to move on to the next one. This is probably the big one. So to follow up on that, how do you feel about the announcement that Insomniac Games is working on a new Wolverine title? And it probably won't come out until 2025, considering the reports, which makes me a little angry. But <laughs> I just want my hands on the sooner. But what do you think about this? Um, honestly, I'm excited. I mean, considering the amazing work that Insomniac... Considering the fact, you know, the amazing work Insomniac did with Spider-Man and Miles Morales, I think it's in good hands. Yeah, same. Um, astounding gameplay mechanics. Uh, I, I, I felt like they built on that properly, as well as capturing, um everything spider-man is known for that ending just still stings uh for spider-man ps4 because y'all but uh i feel like miles morales was a really great addition uh gameplay wise to that character as well adding in the lightning and everything so i know they're gonna do a really great job with wolverine the second that i heard that is going to be rated mature and it's going to be a full-fledged game it's not going to be standalone it's not going to be dlc it's going to be standalone and m-rated um i was like yes give give this game to me immediately and the person writing this worked on spec off the line and i remember that story being like really magnificent great um twisting and turning your emotions and everything and you're questioning if anything is real in this game so since they have that writer and that talent on board it's just a matter of when uh because i think the day that they show gameplay i'm going to lose my fucking mind um uh. yeah yeah but um for me uh i am really excited to see how um they're uh insomniac's gonna take on wolverine because the thing is too like i don't think they've ever done like a full m raid game uh correct me if i'm wrong because i know most of the games they've done no they have uh resistance okay resistance. okay 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 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is the first time they're doing like full M. Um, well, this is so they've done M Ray games before. Okay, so it's gonna be really interesting how they like do Wolverine's gameplay. Like, um, it'll take in elements from X Men Origins Wolverine, but like fine tune them into like a really fun gameplay experience. Uh, I do. I have to ask, but do you think the game is gonna be like like a linear story game, or do you think it's gonna be like open ended? I don't. I- Hmm, that's you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna say this right now i'm put my money on why linear something to the effect of like uncharted 4 where it's it's not full-on narrow hallways i i don't expect that maybe in like if they have like a weapon x level or something but i think it's gonna be a little bit bigger than what is anticipated but it's not gonna be open world because I, I i don't think that works that works for spider-man but not for wolverine yeah Oh yeah, definitely. Cause Wolverine's gonna be more like a, it's gonna be more akin to like a beat 'em up, like you know, hack and slash. And Spider-Man's more like you're swinging around, you know, stopping criminals around New York City. So, yeah, but I am definitely really excited. Um, I don't mind the game coming out in 2025 as long as Insomniac, you know, really polishes up to make it this like amazing gem when it, you know launches. Yeah, I, I I'm excited. Cannot wait. Yeah, I, I honestly see them doing it a little bit more story oriented because there's uh, to really kind of get down into Wolverine, there's going to be a lot of different mechanics beyond just going into a Berserker rage, especially they're probably going to take advantage of what other games have tried to do, but weirdly tried to implement like some of the more other senses like he's fairly known for a sense of smell and enhanced like hearing and just overall senses. So I wouldn't doubt that they would probably utilize that uh and i just i don't know i don't see it being as sandboxy probably just because they want to divert it i think it might be a little bit more linear but i could be completely wrong here i just don't think they're going to fall in the same kind of footsteps that they did it with like miles morales and spider-man because uh they're taking on a whole different character so some of the free form may change a little bit yep i i think it's going to be base rating uh you might be in the jungle for a bit doing stuff and, and chopping up people as well as exploring Logos Pass. Um, I think a, I, I said this before on Twitter. I think a great stage would be uh, the Japan arc where he's like going mm-hmm. there and he, he's trying to, you know, um, start a relationship there with uh, post Lady Deathstrike and everything and uh, everything starts going to shit. So I, I think that's a perfect area to have like these big neon lights and maybe fighting Yakuza members and chopping them up into confetti as they have like swords and everything and you're fighting with them. That would be awesome. I, I We've never seen that happen in a game quite yet. So uh, that's something to pluck from in terms of the tree. I mean, honestly, that's where I think they're going because that's what I meant by like, there's so much history. I would not doubt that there's going to be time jumping in this. There's a lot to cover. Oh, absolutely. And if they really want to be able to kind of like throw in a lot of diversity into the game, that's the best way to go about it. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Those blank spots in Logan's Pass are definitely going to be covered because like X-Men Origins tried to do it, but it wasn't as in depth and you know logan's been everywhere because he's been alive for like years so uh it's a lot to go through but anyone else anyone else on this question um i was just gonna say that i'm excited for just from the simple standpoint of gaming technology 
Uh, I'd like to see what they plan to do with Logan as a character because, as even Lanos has said, you know, Logan has these extra abilities outside of, you know, adamantium, skeleton, claws, etc. Um, and it'd be interested, interesting to see those mechanics used in the game, um, especially like stealth missions, using using your um, your sense of smell to kind of pinpoint, or not necessarily pinpoint, but get a general idea of where the bad guy is. Um, as we've seen in some games already, uh, you know, like Cyberpunk, using your your tech to see through through walls and shit. Yeah, I saw it in chat. I don't think they ever really nail the feral sense in Wolverine games too properly because sometimes it was a sensory overload. Uh, in this one, they have work to do it and make it simple. I, I, I think the best comparison I can make is the detective mode in Batman Arkham Origins and, and the rest of the Arkham games. I, I think it's just perfect with how they do it there and you recreate the crime and stuff like that. I haven't seen that nailed in Wolverine, but now's the perfect opportunity to do so with the sense of smell and, you know, tracking through the environment and hunting and doing uh, particular stuff mechanics that are a lot more fun than how it was in Origins, because I, I don't think that was a strong point of that game, to be honest. Yeah, really? I mean, there's a honestly, lot of games to borrow from now, so... Yep. Those are... Go. Go. Uh, honest, honestly, I was just going to say, I mean, given... Given how the uh, the first like little tease that we got of um, you know the first like announcement, seeing Logan at the bar, it seems like he he's most likely not with the X Men yet, or if he is, he's doing uh, probably soul searching, like he did at the end of um you know, the first X-Men movie and before the events of X-Men 2. Um, so maybe in this one, he's either doing soul searching or he hasn't met the X-Men yet. And he's just a, uh, just a drifter. And then some shit happens. Uh I mean, it's Wolverine anything's possible oh man i don't when it comes to the voice actors uh wanting to grab that role god i would love to hear it because i i know david Hayter said he's down and steve bloom said Ooh. he's down i'm like damn it i like both of them i can't have <laughs> both so who is gonna yeah i go with my boy steve man i'm sorry like, i love david uh, but, come like, on come on bloom Actually, uh, i don't mean to uh Actually, uh, um, to interject, uh, I wouldn't mind Eliza's defects in the role of Wolverine, um, you know, he, Adam Jensen. He wants it too, so it's like, okay, I, I love Steve Bloom, but these, <laughs> never asked for this. The, these, these other <laughs> yeah. two guys are just as good, so I, I would like all of them to have it, but they can't, so you gotta pick one. Uh, uh I'll just say it happens if Steve couldn't do the role, though. And then, yeah, I would say, sure, get someone else, though. But if Steve opened, then, you know, he's my man. I'm sorry. Like, oh, that yeah. bias right there is just there. N that's fair, because, I mean, he's been Wolverine for the longest time. So he's going to be a lot of people's first choice. But if he couldn't get it, 
I think uh, two flexes will be interesting as well as hater. Like, if either one of them gets it, I wouldn't even be mad. It'd be great. I mean, Arthur Morgan wouldn't be too bad, but I, I mean, there's a there's a lot of voices that could really kind of fit that. Same, just got to be gruff and 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 know, you know, just have some sort of indication of what the character does. You know what I mean? And uh, I'd be all for it. it. It just all is gonna cycle down to how it sounds. And I think we heard Bloom for years, so we kind of got a notion of that. But everybody else, they gotta bring their A game. So that's how it's gonna I be. Mean bloom's got just that graveliness to the voice that just makes you like okay i'm listening a little bit further okay yeah it's so perfect that's why it, uh, he's i i love them in uh hulk versus wolverine that that's that movie's so great yes. like, i'm just i'm just torn because i'm so used to bloom for the most part kind of covering that voice but on the other hand i'm like this is a perfect time for insomniac to introduce a new voice to the character like, on one hand, you can introduce something that people are familiar with, that they're already kind of connected to the character, but also they have a chance to actually introduce a name and a voice that actually could probably do it even better if more than what we think, because, you know, we don't know what a, these other voices are going to sound like. So mm -hmm. maybe a new voice might be better. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, um, that's, um the thing about Wolverine, too, is, like, regardless of voices, they're always, like... um it's still the same character at the core and um seeing like someone entirely new in the shoes of logan is going to be uh really interesting which i'm guessing if they do do a new actor they'll probably do the motion capture i want to say mm -hmm. yep. yeah that's mandatory now oh yeah also a voice that comes to mind to me just because I listen to like the Wolverine like podcast series, like Richard Armitage might be a good one because his voice fits so well in that. And you're already just being carried through that whole thing just by voice alone. So that might actually be a good one to go with as well. Plus, I also loved his like Trevor Belmont interpretation. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It's pretty cool. That that'd be another cool selection. Someone said, "Uh, Carl Urban in chat, and he just killed it as dread." So it's like so it's like so many people they could really get for this. Uh, but the ones that stepped up and said something, they are cool in my book. I just want to see where this progresses. I think we're gonna find out probably next year because I mean, while we won't get any news and it'll be Spider Man's year, I'm sure they might tease something down the line in terms of casting because that's like basic stuff Mm-hmm. it's one of the first things you need to do because you need to start getting like the voice acting done yeah uh, so you can pair it with like the animation so yeah they're definitely going to probably get casting out by i would say late next year yep which i cannot wait for uh anyone else on this question oh uh I'm excited. I'm excited for this Wolverine game. I hope it really knocks out the park. But first, I gotta get a PS5. Yeah, it's since it's far out. Because again, it's 2025. From what I'm hearing, 2024. So, uh, I I hope it's 2024. But if it's 2025, screw it. I'll, I'll wait for it. No problem. Uh, it's just 
now it's like if these guys prove themselves as uh two of the marquee like uh marvel triple a video game makers i would mm -hmm. just probably want more like you know what could you do with the hulk or, or something like that it's, it's a lot to put on the table give us daredevil you cowards oh yeah that that's <laughs> that's the day one if i see that that's the one i mean I I just applaud them for taking out Wolverine and not doing yet another variation of Spider-Man. Like, I, it was so easy for them to just continue on and just, like, do another character, like, move on to, like, Venom or anyone else. But instead, they're like, we're going to move on to a whole new character. So good on you, Insomniac. Yeah, that was on the second I, I still would fight for Venom DLC and Spider-Man 2. I'm, I'm fighting I for that. still coming already. Damn it. I was old Spider. Uh... That, that's not going to be a game at that point. That's just going to be a storyline of nut. Uh, but we're, exactly. we're we're moving on to the next one. <laughs> so, uh, what storylines or characters do you want to see for Marvel's Wolverine? As a bonus, do you want them to cross over into the Spider-Man universe, or should it stay standalone story-wise? Uh, I mean, honestly, I think it's going to be end up crossing over into Spider-Man anyway. Because like, let's be honest here, there's no way they're not going to let Spider-Man Wolverine cross over. In some fashion. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, they they've done yeah, the previous ones. They have the assets. Of course, they're gonna cross it over. I think they should know. stick to just Wolverine because that would be like being able to focus on the character alone. But I also can see like them just not being able to help themselves. It's like we have all of these assets from before. Why don't I just throw it in there just for like a cameo or just like something to draw people in? It's like, hey, we have Spider Man too, and it's like, ah, damn it. Uh, the characters I want to see personally, mm -hmm. though, I definitely want to see X twenty three in some fashion. Cause I feel like she doesn't get enough attention outside the comic sphere, so uh, this would be a great opportunity to introduce her into the um to the mainstream audience. Saber two samurai. I want to yeah. see that where you're actually having that fight. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Honest. Honestly. I kind of want to. I kind of want to see. Uh, I kind of want to see Sabretooth. Same. Oh, that, that's gonna be yeah. always one of their. Yeah, like, He's definitely gonna be. Look, he's got to be a confirmed lock in this game as well. Strikers, there's nowhere. Oh. Uh... Um, I'm trying to think of anything, any other like character. Deathstrike. Really. Yes. Well, um, that's that mercenary group should definitely be in. So, what Deadpool, Sabretooth. Oh, that right. the yeah, Howlers, right. I believe. Yeah. I got. Yeah, I was gonna mention. Oh yeah, that. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was. I was gonna actually gonna mention that. Maybe, maybe a little cock tease of Deadpool or something like that. They just say. Uh, they just make a little tease, like you know. Oh, I heard that there's a mercenary out there. Uh, but he has a mouth on him, or okay. something like that, like a little, like a little tease, or whatever. I would um, uh, let's see. I would love to see um, Omega Red and Lady Deathstrike in the Ooh. the Wolverine game, like um, because I said this on Twitter like uh, until uh, a year ago, but I would definitely really like them to because um, I think she'd be like a good fit for the game, you know. Since uh, along with uh, Omega Red, I was gonna say uh, Omega Red, yeah. 
for me, if they really want to get like truly iconic and kind of go back to the roots, I can't see them not showing the fight between Wolverine and Hulk because that's like the very first time he ever was a character and showing that fight of like a never ending losing battle would be a great way to kind of like kind of settle the character in. You know, after after that point, everyone's going to get green hard-ons and then they're going to say, well, you know what they're confirming now, so they have to make a Hulk game at this rate, which, I mean, if you put a reference that big out there, I'm probably going to be asking the same questions. Like, yeah, uh, like you don't want to play it. Yeah, like, I, like you don't want to play it, but he's a rival in this game. But, you know, we're teasing the fact that Bruce Banner is here, so I can see them doing something like that 100%. Now, in terms of like storylines, though, um, for for me, honestly, there's so many storylines, but I don't know. Maybe the storyline that that we saw a little bit in um the first X Men movie. Before he gets picked up by the uh, uh, X Men after getting knocked out by Sabretooth. where he's just like 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 I keep saying him being a drifter, I kind of soul searching almost. I I just kind of like I don't know. I like the war aspects a lot, and um again sort of having that blank spot in his mind as to what is going on like just tragic history all around and uh people dying around wolverine and him not really understanding why uh these paramilitary people are trying to come after him catch him is, is something that they definitely will mostly cover in this game 100 percent because I, I don't think whoever is you know of course a striker but i don't think he's going to let him walk around everywhere all willy-nilly so he's gonna try to get him again yeah i i and i will like add something as well i mean i kind of do want to see a crossover with spider-man but part of me kind of doesn't because i i mean i don't know how they're gonna treat the character and if the character how depending on how serious they portray Wolverine. I don't know how that would really mesh with Yuri's uh, Spider-Man. I, I mean, it really. I mean, I know in the comics. I know in the comics and the animated shows, you know, Wolverine is serious, and Spider-Man is, you know, quirky. You know, he, he's got a little, you know, quips, you know, backhanded comments, stuff like that. But I don't know how, I don't know if he's super, super serious in this new Wolverine game. I guess it will be have a wait and see how the character is. So for now, I'm kind of indifferent. I'm neutral. But I would though. like, I would like to see him and a crossover. This thing though, like even the most serious version of Wolverine, he still bounced on Spider-Man pretty well. In fact, in fact um uh shit, shit what's coming kind of but serious I forgot what it was though, but 
in this in this kind of particular series, that Wolverine's like dead be serious though, but Spider Man still clouds on him. So, like they still Every can definitely time. make it work. Like that's not even going to issue though. The question is though, like no, are they competent enough to even do it? Yeah, it also depends. Like, are they making more than one? Because I mean, one sales are going to have everything to do with that, but two, uh, they could just this be a standalone if they do want to they can do a more finality kind of story but if it's like playing sequels then the storylines can probably kind of vary a little bit like they might do weapon x they might do the japan storyline they might do kind of like like time jumps or if they're going for a finality they would do the death of wolverine and just have all those spots in the back looking back on before he dies i don't know like there's a lot of things they could probably do Old man Logan, the game. You know that'd be pretty Not hype if one. they if if they did that. It takes some planning in a couple of years time, but that, that is an end game if they want to do it. Oh actually, god, old uh, man Logan. <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, I got um, I got a question. Um, do you guys think? Uh, do you think the Wolverine game will like lead into like another series, kind of like Spider Man? You know, Spider Man. Spider-Man Miles Morales, Spider-Man 2, if it, like, does really well. Yeah, that was kind of my thought process. Yeah. Yeah. There was a rumor. It's just a rumor. Grain of salt. But uh, they said that Sonyak might be working on a team-up game. And if this game is successful, I can only think of it being X-Men. Because it... Oh, God. That, but, oh, or Dark... Or Dark Avengers. Yeah. And especially since they have the Spider-Man universe as well. Like, if they're trying to do a team-up, it would be a way of, like, having Spider-Man cross over and there being a reason for it. And that's the big one. They they could do something like that if they wanted to, and uh, that would test how they fire on all cylinders. And, and I would want that, So, but I, I can't say, so we just have to wait and see what happens, but uh, mm-hmm. I would be all for it, honestly same same yeah you could you could really do a lot with like um like what Leon said like an ex um wolverine teaming up with the dark avengers that'd be hyped as hell yeah or or the x-men you have his mechanics like already made you can just copy and paste them and he'll play the same i don't know about him ripping people apart though the x-men game they might make that like t-rated but hey it's like what (laughs) you do uh we'll see when we see but right now we don't even have what this is going to be in general. So I guess it's, we're just throwing theories out here at this point. Mm-hmm. Anyone else before we move on to number nine? Going once, going twice. Um, oh. Well, I do want to see him fight against Romulus if they can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Because it's like one of the guys that had a. Uh, fought Wolverine before. I had to search up the name. Just let me and... beat up Deadpool. <laughs> you see Logan getting annoyed by him to the point where he cuts off his arm. <laughs> or they could bring in Wolverine's son and have him fight Wolverine. Oh, I hate Dawkins. So uh... Oh, I... God, yeah. <laughs> I really hate Dawkins. Really? You don't like him? No. Well, it's a hate. It's a love hate with that character. I every time I look around, I was like, "Do you like this character?" Like, uh, and I'm like, "Oh god, this is gonna go one way or another." It's like, "Do you like this character?" Uh, 
you know, he has some of the traits. Do you like this character? Uh, he sort of turned Punisher into confetti and chopped him up. So it's like, I don't know. Like he's, he's, he's a divisive character to say the least. Yes, I, mean, I would agree. He could make a good villain in DLC. Yeah, I mean, that that would be a stinger because uh, not many people know who Dawkins is, so they they could make him a villain, but he does have daddy issues for sure. <laughs> and, and that's what happens when your father is Wolverine. You're going to come with daddy issues. Abandon me. Or have a dead mom. Damn it. Shut up. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh man. I knew that was coming. I knew it. Well, another hype announcement oh. for the next question. Uh, what do you guys think about Deadpool 3 and Jackman coming back? Hell yeah. Man, dude, that broke the internet, man. That had me excited for, like, more excited than any other um, Marvel property that was announced you know, prior. Like, Jesus Christ. Hugh Jackman is coming back. I never thought that would be impossible. Yeah, I thought do you it was. Know how long they've been working on that? That's so wrong. Probably for a while. Because um, uh, last time Jackman was Wolverine was um, five years ago. Yeah, it has to be five years ago because that was when Logan came out. I heard he had like skin cancer as well. So that was another reason he had to retire. That happened in, um, I think that happened with um, during Days of Future Past, I believe. Oh. Um, yeah, that was part yeah. of that. He was also like. He just did not want to work his body the way he had to uh, to have the, be that character. But from what I know, Feige and Reynolds have been working on him for like years with Reynolds just reaching out to him constantly. That's, uh, yeah, so it was being an annoying brother again. You, you, yes, I'll do yes. it. You, you know, the most funny thing about it, he was reaching out to him constantly behind the scenes, but in the trailer, he's so nonchalant about it. He's like, uh, you want to be Wolvie one more time? And he's like, sure, no problem. He walks up the stairs. I thought that was the funniest part in that entire scenario. I thought they were just about to do another alcohol commercial because that's what they did uh, prior with like their coffee and alcohol companies. And they did like a combined commercial. And I was just like, is this happening again? And it's like, oh, no. Oh. What? Okay. That that was some convincing. Okay, Deadpool 3, here we go. I saw it and I didn't believe it. I'm like, this is a hoax. This is another hoax. I'm, he's done after Logan. Then uh, Ryan Reynolds was saying it was legit. And I was like, what the fuck is... Then, like, Marvel started, like, retweeting it. And I'm like, okay, this is... this is Yeah, this broke the entire internet in my brain. Uh, I know people were saying... They think that the ending of Logan was ruined and they had to make a follow-up video explaining that. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're going to pill him out from another time period that's not Logan, which is what they sort of talked about. So everything's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen, which, hey, I mean, hey, anything's that possible, dude. Like, Marvel has all these multiverses, so why not just bring back all the characters for, like, more movies? <laughs> that's the rumor that I heard for Secret Wars. I'm definitely extremely excited. Um, my excitement more comes from this is just another example of the fans being listened to, which uh, is a uh, whole thing that's been going on lately uh, that I've been noticing where, you know, people who are involved in making nerd pop culture, you know, movies, etc., uh, content, whatever, are actually starting to listen to what the actual fans have to say, in a sense. 
not that they're like completely taking for stock everything they say but like you know we've been wanting a deadpool wolverine movie for as long as ryan reynolds has been wanting a deadpool wolverine movie and to get that announcement was just like christmas yeah i i wanted that hard since the first one because they were just like teasing it constantly about the other x-men and, and them actually i i think the biggest one was when they actually went to the institute and stayed there for a little bit i was like okay th now it's just <laughs> we have the tools so we can we can do something like this and uh they say it's gonna be a road trip movie which i will watch uh ryan and hugh do anything in a road trip but i think it's gonna be funny as fuck they could literally be in the car the entire time and do nothing else i would still watch the entire movie yeah yeah i mean <laughs> like a true comedy road trip movie jesus like yeah I mean, but it's <laughs> wolverine and fucking deadpool it's just plane trains and automobiles but wolverine and deadpool and yes exactly <laughs> honest honestly like when i first heard about this i'm like I'm like, I have always wanted this to happen, and, and I, I nutted. <laughs> I, I, no, okay. I, safe here. I, I couldn't hold it. <laughs> and Were you wearing just, your rubber masturbating shoes? Nah, he morphed, that's all. <laughs> he morphed. <laughs> oh my god, here we go with the <laughs> No! Unicorn. But, I, I mean, I mean, knowing knowing what basically like because there's so many stories out there like why Hugh Jackman like stopped being Wolverine there's uh like health like health reasons there's the thing where he's like oh I felt like it was time because I talked with Jerry Seinfeld and he told me how he felt doing the his Seinfeld show and when he felt like it was time to end the show and he then thought it to himself later that day like maybe my time has come as well with the role and then there's the one that I just found out recently involving um uh I think it's called a uh, body dysmorphia where he didn't have to overdo it with uh the diets that he had during the wolverine films or the role it, itself but he just pushed himself because he looked at himself in the mirror and he's like i could do better i don't like the way i look i could do it better and because he said he looking back at the first x-men movie he said he hated the way his body looked and ever since that movie, he had pushed himself way over the top. Or way over the like the limits. And never... it's kind of like sad that happened, but I'm glad that he is comfortable with coming back to being Logan. If that is the case, that he did have uh, body dysmorphia. I'm definitely going to say... I like so like it's it's a very common thing especially like lately with the massive amount of superhero movies that we've been getting where people have been talking about it 
But I definitely feel that, you know, it, it's a multifaceted thing why he stopped. But I definitely think that health issues were definitely at the forefront of a lot of it. Um, just because you're, uh, the Marvel actors that we have today, that is actually their biggest complaint about doing the movies is the, uh, the dietary restrictions, the rigorous exercise that they put their body through. Um, cause it's basically like you're putting your body through a stop and go, stop and go. And that's not good. Oh yeah. Even Hemsworth has come out about that where it's like. And he's playing a character that is constantly built like that, and he's even come out about that kind of diet and just what it does on their bodies and how much they hate it. Yeah, that, that is just some extreme stuff. That's why I'm glad in the interviews he said he's coming back, but he's not going to try to come back and just completely shred himself to the point of exhaustion and just he can't handle it anymore yeah uh, so yeah he he said he knows his limit he's like um he's like even he's i think he made a point where he said like even like when i did the role when i was younger i still it still took a lot out of me to really like push it to go over the top and um i learned my lesson with that I'm not doing over the top. I'm doing the the basic bulking up and taking things uh slowly without having myself being pushed too far like I was when I was young. That's pretty much the gist that I got when he talked about that, which I'm I'm glad cuz at least he knows what to do now and not to like overdo it. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. one of those actors that re- he is one of those actors that will really, really push himself to like the absolute limit for performance. I mean, don't forget this is the same guy that I think he got his start with acting in theater. So people really push it in theater more than people realize. People think that acting in movies, like people like really push themselves to the absolute like limit with um acting in movies and shows theater is like a whole another level of overdoing it sometimes oh yeah i mean you could you even got like those like method actors who completely put themselves into the the role of the character yeah like christian bale brandon Mm -hmm. frazier that's another one and that's another one, a big example, uh, Brandon Fraser, someone who, you know, along the lines of their body kind of just was like, I can't do it. But I'm, I'm glad he's coming back and doing it on his own terms. And I, I think that's like the real important thing that they should uh, focus on. Uh, otherwise, you know, it's going to be more bad blood. So it's best not to yeah. push it too far. Uh, but we're moving on to question number 10 and then the final one after this, uh, this one's just simple. Um, so eventually like, I'm, I'm pretty sure this might be, uh, Jackman's last outing, uh, as the character, he said one more time. So in the MCU, you know, eventually we're going to get to the mutant arc and then they have to sort of get a new Wolverine. So if they do get a new Wolverine for the MCU, what would you like them to do for the character? Considering all the pre-established stuff we have now. Uh, can I go real quick? Yeah. Cool. Uh, I, I really want to see Carl Urban. Um, I know recently there's a, a huge deep fake trailer for Wolverine by Marvel that was released, 
and a lot of people thought that Carl Urban was actually taking on the role of Wolverine. And right now we don't have any information that even suggests that. But I would love to see him um, take on the role as Wolverine just because I feel that in general he has that gruffness in a lot of his acting um, to to pull off the role of Wolverine really well if you were to bring him back. Mm. That's all I have. That's funny because I, I think he's in The Boys, so it all just... He's in a superhero show, so it all comes full circle. Oh, he, uh, he's, he's in a lot of nerdy stuff. He really is. It, for me, like, I'm, there's like two ways they could go about it. If they're trying to utilize like Logan or anything else, they might try to pull a different version of like X-23. So they might go with that different type of version. Or if they're trying to go with a more definitive Logan, I mean, Joel Egerton, who was like in It Comes at Night and everything. Uh, has that kind of look about him that screams like, oh, that's Logan right there. He just needs to grow his beard out a little bit more. I kept seeing people say they wanted uh, Clint Eastwood's son or whatever, Scott Eastwood. I was like, I, I just wasn't seeing it. I don't know, maybe maybe no. I've seen something different. I don't know. But uh, I, I think Carl is a great choice because of the voice. I think he pulled it off. Um as Lano said, you know what I mean? It's it's just getting that person to be in that oh, role. Yeah, and, sorry. Yeah, it, it's just getting that person to be in that role and also um, trying to meld the mutant saga with everything that came before because I'm pretty sure like after phase six, it's just going to be straight up X-Men stuff from there at that point because they, mm -hmm. they did say like 2025 or whatever after that. Um, they're going to be doing X-Men stuff and Feige is very, 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 very eager to do it after reading all the interviews and stuff he said. So I, I think that's going to be next mutant saga. And then, well, they could end it on an actual dark Phoenix movie. That is not a bad adaptation because they've adopted this, uh, arc about two times now. And it just keeps which getting the same thing. Yeah, which is the same thing, but it just keeps being worse than the last because Dark Phoenix happened. So I found that so funny and ironic. Oh man! There's, but there's like so many other enemies they could really pull from that actually were X Men and uh, Avenger enemies. Like Onslaught is a really big one. There's like a couple of them they can really pull without having to like really delve too deep because you know they're gonna go for a big hoopla of an enemy they always do it seems to be what they're building towards every single time yeah i, I, think, I, I think it's going to be galactus and and probably phoenix but at least if they do it they'll give it time to breathe as opposed to like the fox just saying we're gonna put all this in one film and that's it <laughs> so. yeah, i mean even even like like the phoenix arc being like the third movie in my opinion it fell too early i agree with this i agree it just feels like a storyline they've maybe just do the past history that, that maybe they should pass on a little bit just because people already have bad blood with it to begin with so for them to tease it again would feels like a misstep i definitely think it's something they should kind of leave alone um, because it, yes, it's been done a handful of times and it hasn't been done correctly. 
Um, that being said, the way that Marvel's been handling its superhero movies and how they progress, um, I'm really excited to see what happens when X-Men and whatnot get pulled into the actual universe. Because uh, to me, the Marvel movies have done a really good job about pacing and building that story, building up to that, that big, big bad guy, not just the big bad guy shows up. I really, they have a couple ways to go about it now, the way they're introducing things. There's like secret wars that they're building towards. Uh, Multiverse of Madness already introduced an Xavier already. So they already have the nuts and bolts. Now it's just like how they're going to be pulled in specifically. Oh yeah, the, uh, the Marvel Universe has a thousand different ways to go right now, so... Let's just see if they do it right. How they how they pull in Wolverine is going to be interesting to see, and I just I I hope at the end of the day they do it right because to me so far the the Marvel extended cinema universe has not been that bad at all. Uh, yeah. They, mm-hmm. you guys hear about the the little Easter egg and uh, was it Miss Marvel where there's a guy with claws running around? Uh huh. And, and I heard that, I was like, that can only be one person. So he's he's kind of already there. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? They, yeah. They did say of... they were going to tease the two characters, which was Xavier and Wolverine. Those were going to be the big ones they started teasing out. And we already saw Xavier, so now it's yeah. Wolverine being teased. No, a, lo- a lot of people are assuming that um, once Fantastic Four gets released, that is when... That is when, um, like the X Men will get introduced around soon after, um, Fantastic Four, probably after either before or after, uh, Galactus, because, uh, reportedly, uh, according to a, um, a sheet for Fantastic Four. It said that they were looking to do three Fantastic Four movies with it leading up to Galactus. I would not be surprised. So so mm-hmm. I it people are saying that them introducing Galactus like that, it could lead to the introduction of X-Men because last I heard uh Mar- Marvel DC uh not Marvel DC pardon me marvel disney cannot use x-men until uh what was it 2023 2024 no i think because it's, of the fox contract i think it's beyond so it's 2025 and plus they delayed yeah. their slate so it's probably gonna be a little bit beyond that yeah and now since the phases can be more um thought out since Kevin Feige has his uh, Infinity Gauntlet back, you know, mm-hmm. maybe we can get a better fleshed out uh, phase than we did this current one with the introduction of Fantastic Four and um, the X-Men. Yeah, I think there's going to be a ton of teases leading up. So we're going to get more and more like hints and winks and nods as like more of it expands until they can finally use the characters. So I think they're going to be using that time to really kind of like 
start sneaking in yeah. lore so that when they're introduced, oh, yeah. it's not just like a big, just like, boom, they're here. Instead, it's like, oh, we kind of already were been feeling them without them actually being there. Exactly. Yep. And that'd be cool. Uh, I'm all for that. So we have to move on to the final question here, which is question number 11. So this is like a story lore thing that I wanted to sneak in real quick. But what were your thoughts mm-hmm. on... Uh, how weapon x happened and how wolverine got the animantium and animantium in general like overall strengthening his bones and everything what is your thoughts on that um i mean i mean considering that we know striker to be like extremely manipulative man sadistic i mean yeah and sadistic i mean it's extremely tragic not just for you know wolvie but just for like anyone that was part of the weapon program oh yeah being being lied to saying like oh you have a high purpose you know in life you know you do this and this will happen but then you get you know lied to essentially and you get turned into a weapon Again, basically against like your will because you didn't sign up for that you signed up for something else because you thought it would be that you know just getting lied to manipulated like that and just used like a toy that's very fucking tragic isn't this where once they did this experiment this is where uh number one striker did not tell him the side effects and that was the case of him losing his memory um because i'm pretty sure it happened here because every time it flashes back in the comics or 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 the movies or anything to uh alkali lake with him covered in the blood of the scientists and everything he just can't remember that he literally killed everyone in that base i I think I think so because I that's why that's why like that's why I there's only like one scene that really pops up in my head of origins and that's when uh when after uh, it was a success you know the adamantium bonded to his skeleton uh strike is like yes he's like no we're not we're not gonna take him to the island erase his memory and that's when Wolverine wakes up he's like excuse me <laughs> and he just goes on a rampage I actually like that because especially that guy um, what was it Agent Zero isn't that the guy It wasn't that the guy's name the guy was like a marksman I believe oh. I, th- I think I think yeah he was, he was like uh, I think he heard you because Wolverine's like thrashing in the water, and then like, and then that's when the guy shoots him in the head, and Wolverine just kind of like shakes it off, and you see the metal skull that he has now is like, oh, oh, okay, you're right, you're right, it is Ancient Zero. I'm used to him known as like Maverick. Maverick, so, yeah. Uh, I, just I, I just that like t- that. took me a minute. It's like, I, I that's I just love that scene. He's just like erases memory. What you want to do? What now? 
Uh, but it also uh, leads up to uh, the animantium poisoning, which uh, is another unfortunate side effect of when he gets like super old. Uh, it starts to well, his regeneration starts getting fucked. Um, then he can't pop out his claws anymore without it causing pain, and then uh, he ultimately dies to it. So it's sort of like know, tying a death bond to Wolverine in a sense. You know, the elemental poison thing is not even consistent anymore because one, Beast actually cured him of that shit in the comics. Really? No. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's really interesting is like that that whole storyline is a tie back to like uh, when Scarlet Witch removed every mutant's powers. Mm-hmm. It's a callback to that uh, series of comics. So uh, oh, I always found it interesting when that... Yeah, House of M. So it was just like, that's... It was a nice callback to see that happen. And two, you're right, that was cured recently. But that House of X is a whole... Whole other thing. It, it depends uh, on the... It depends on the story, because if they want those mutants dead, then they would just pull a Defa X and get them like super mutinades and try to kill them off and i remember that too i was like holy crap i was like how are they gonna make it it was like well that's what the writers kind of did but yeah yeah. (laughs) but it's it's a very interesting prospect it gives lore to logan trying to discover who he is uh and it just mm-hmm. it's cooler like uh, people say it's cooler seeing it with the bone claws and I, I like the bone claws and all that stuff because it makes him look primitive but uh especially in the comics where he looks like a, a caveman but uh yeah it makes him look different oh yeah the, say the feral yeah. version <laughs> just he's just got bonked on the head uh five thousand times by a cave woman he's all right uh but yeah, and more ways than one. Oh, okay that's good <laughs> But uh, with, with the metal claws, it's just, I don't know, it just looks a lot more iconic. Uh, that, that's what people know the character for. And, and uh, the fact that he not only regenerates, but you can see like inside his skin, he looks like a, a T-800. That shit is sick. I, I just I just love when you strip down the bare essence and you think this man's invisible and so much shit happens that it's just awesome to see. Yeah, it's and it's like depending on the comic and it's how good his healing is. Sometimes he just healed from like a scrap of flesh, which is just what. Uh, but I believe the Weapon X program was one of the few times where you actually get to see more human uh, Logan rather than just like the gruff one that we tend to see because you get to see him in pain. You get to see him reflecting back on his past of what memories he does have and then but also dealing with the fact that there's holes in there and it may have been caused by the weapon x program might be something else but it's it's a nice interesting introspect for the character so i always i always like the introduction of the story and sometimes some of the throwbacks of him having to go back and revisit it again and have to deal with that haunting nightmare that he lived through yeah, that that was the best thing about X2 when he was in, you know, in the bunker and he was sort of just feeling around the environment and he saw everything that he went through and it was just like haunting for him. So I, I really like that scene in the movie, to be honest, very underrated. But anyone else on this question? Going once, going twice soul to the wendigo in red so uh we're gonna we're gonna the wendigos the creatures that they used to have at alkali league you you can kill them in uh x-men origins but they are there 
Uh, but we're going to sign out this podcast through our outros. So I'm going to do my first. You can find me on Twitter, Operative underscore. You can find me on YouTube, Renegade Operative. Uh, I recently been playing a lot of Callisto, so I've been uploading that. Um, and then I'm going to upload this podcast as well as uh, put it on the IAS channel. So look forward to that. Uh, next, we have Brandon. Hi. Uh, Immortal Brando on Twitter. I have a link to there somewhere. You can find it. And um, everywhere else is none of your goddamn business. Fuck off. All right, then. <laughs> Just dump them in the lake like a dumpster baby. Okay. That's right. Uh, next up is Carl. Uh, you can find me on both Twitter and YouTube under the same handle, uh, Cryo Gaming. Next up is Lanos. Alright, well, you can find me on YouTube primarily, but you can also find me on Twitter, you can find me on Twitch, you can find me on most social media under the same name, uh, even Spotify if you really want to look there. Uh, and right now, currently just running up to my anniversary of YouTube, so we've got a lot of like fun things I'm going to be introducing, but yeah, just check it out. Andre, what about you, buddy? Uh, I'm glad you asked. Well, uh... You can find me at Twitter as Andre Bvem. Also on YouTube as the same name. Uh, I also do have like an Instagram. If, if you guys ever want to follow my Instagram, um, I really need to get back in the habit of like posting more. But I promise you guys, I will definitely post more when I get the chance. But yeah, that's me. Hollow Heart. What about you? Uh, you can find me. <clears throat> sorry, hi, I'm Hollowheart. You can find me on uh, YouTube at Hollowheart. You can also find me on Twitch at Twitch dot uh, whatever Twitch is stuff Hollowheart dot com. And the last one is Nero. And you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube under Kingdom Barrage, and I got some stuff coming up. I don't know what kind of stuff, but it's coming. Play some retro games you'll be fine uh so we're going to sign out tonight uh interesting wolverine podcast had a lot of fun uh, when we do other comic characters i'm 100 positive the next one in line might be hulk so he Ooh. has a he has a history as well and there's interesting stuff to talk about so that's going to be probably next as well as uh uh, Mr. Batman, that could be also uh, next as well. Batman. Batman is just <laughs> a lot. Will... Bring me in and no one else because no one's going to get to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, hmm. we're signing out. It's a lot of potential, a lot of fun, and we will see you guys out there in YouTube land sometime later. Peace out.